How many books do you have? I've got four. How many do you have? Yeah, I can do four. No, how many do you have? That five. Was not the question. Five, but uh, two are by the same author, so I can. Well, that's still them that's together. still five. Yeah. Well, for you, five. For me, four. Well, I can smush the two. Like I have two by Helen Oyeyemi. So I'm okay. going to smush them you together. Smush them. Yeah, that makes sense. And I have four too. Welcome to Broken Spines at the End of the World, the podcast where we talk about everything reading and writing related. Today, we're sharing our TBR for the month of October. So get ready for some spooky books. Good. So October TBRs because welcome we to, to spooky be positive. season. Yeah. We want to be positive. Yes, we and... attempt a TBR <laughs> and fingers crossed that we'll actually read what we set out to read. Um, if we don't, that's fine as well because we're mood readers. So yes. But We've seen last month what happens when we try to read something that is just not the right thing at the right time. But I'm really excited about the four books that I've picked out for my October TBR. So hopefully I will get into them and get through them in, in just absolutely no time. Yeah, mine are a bit all over the place. So I'm sure there will be something that fits my mood. That's good. Yeah. You should diversify so that you're I'm ready for super whatever mood strikes you. Also, like most of them are by women. I don't know what that says. Maybe that we're like better at doing oh, spooky, vibey yeah. October stuff. Actually, three out of four are female writers for me too. Yay for the women. Okay. Absolutely. Shall, Always, we, just, every day. shall we just dive in? I mean Yes dive oh you want me to go first yes okay you got this actually i said i had five maybe i have six <laughs> but again i can smush because i'm Let's going be to be ambitious i'm going to start with the sleeper and the spindle by neil gaiman illustrated by chris rydell it looks like this oh yeah i've seen this before and it's it a graphic has... novel isn't it well, sort of. Oh, well, sort of a graphic, like illustrated at least. Yeah. It's very pretty. It's like, very black and white. Yeah, it's all black and white with like red accents. It's um, Sleeping Beauty meets Snow White, I think. But I, I don't know anything. I in a lesbian relationship. I, well, if you go by the cover. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I like, wait, I don't actually know what it's about. I don't know if I want to know. Um, Maybe not. The cover is very promising. Um, there's a Snow White and Sleeping Beauty sharing. I think it's them. What maybe is a reviving kiss? I don't know. <laughs> I like the, wait, I'll just read you like the little blurb. Sure. You may think you know this story. There's a young queen about to be married. There are some good, brave, hardy dwarfs, a castle shrouded in thorns, and a princess cursed by a witch, so, ru so rumor has it, to sleep forever. But no one is waiting for a noble prince to appear on his trusty steed here. 
this fairy tale is spun with a thread of dark magic, which twists and turns and glints and shines. A queen might just prove herself a hero if a princess needs rescuing. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. I mean, it sounds incredible. It does sound incredible. I do really like Neil Gaiman. I have read quite a few of his books. I've talked about him before too. And yeah. I always want to read more. So the other book that I'm going to smush in alongside this one Coraline. is Coraline. Because it because has I've been, been thinking about Coraline as well. Uh, it's been on my list for so long. So it's also very short. And I think I need short books right now. So this one, like The Sleeper and The Spindle is really short. And Coraline is really short. So I might just try and read both of them. So that I can watch the Coraline movie too. Actually, I might just add Coraline to my TBR. Very spontaneously. Do it. Do it. Because I have watched the movie multiple times. I love the movie. It is so creepy I've never watched it. and amazing. And so I, I've been meaning to read the book for ages, but I haven't. And ah. I do know that I have access to the audiobook, so I might. I yeah. Might. I'm going to try and read it on a, like a physical. Yes. Copy. Let's let's record a tbr episode where we just add extra things <laughs> to the tbr during the recording that sounds smart <laughs> we said that we were mood readers and i just put you into mood, and mood to just change. yep that's how it that's how quickly it goes so yeah nice. two neil gaiman books on my tbr and we'll see whether i actually read them but i have high hopes like it, I mean, I they're short and very intriguing, so I believe yeah. in you. Good. I believe and in me too. Hard time. It's partly hard. now because Coraline. <laughs> okay, you go. What's on your TBR? All right. Um, the first one on my TBR is Magic Lessons by Alice Hoffman, <sighs> which is the prequel to Practical Magic, which is a book that I haven't read, but yeah, a movie that is a witch classic. And I, I absolutely it adore yet. it. Oh, you must. You absolutely must. It is so good. Um, so just to give you a little bit of a picture, Practical Magic is about two sisters, both witches who live with uh, their aunties um, and with the family curse that whatever men they fall in love with will be doomed to die. Oof. Um, so one... <laughs> <laughs> that that really sucks and the sisters are very different one of them is very outgoing and um she does not really care if the men die oh okay <laughs> so she she's quick to fall in love she's very um living life largely and the other one is very very careful um she does not want to fall in love because she does not want her love to die um and what magic lessons is is basically the prequel a couple of decades i think before from like different family members and we get to know how the oh, curse so the came to be then. yeah oh. so that's pretty much all i know i think it's pretty much all i want to know yeah these are but the kind of to... books that you don't have to like prepare yourself for like yeah. you just have to 
read you them. just have to, yeah and find to out to let yourself be there for the ride yeah i haven't so, yeah. i haven't read or watched practical magic but i really want to because that does feel like the right vibe i'm not gonna put it on my tbr i'm not no i swear no no yeah well, <laughs> most likely you're not but don't be surprised if we do our next wrap-up <laughs> and we just talk about magic. practical magic because <laughs> i do want to read practical magic at some point not this october uh, no promises but technically not this october um but eventually i do want mm -hmm. to read the book as well because i have only seen the movie if i don't end up reading the book i might just watch the movie maybe if them. i read magic lessons we should watch the movie together we could do like a body watch it great, great idea let's put it I, on the list of movies we I do have to <laughs> <laughs> okay anything else so, you want to say about that one no that's basically it okay i am super excited i'm excited that you are excited Oh, I'm going to take the other two books that I'm going to smush together. Yeah, smush away. Um, I've heard a lot of great things about Helen Oyeyemi. I don't know if the name rings a bell or not. It does, but it doesn't connect with a book at the moment. Show me or tell me. I think like what I've heard, she writes very atmospheric, slightly scary books. I have Mr. Fox, this one, mm -hmm. and White is for Witching. I think I've um, seen this one before, but I've not read anything by her. I started reading White is for Witching once, and it was very atmospheric. Um, it's basically uh, a house that tries to like murder its inhabitants. Like that's the short thing that I got from it. But you also follow the family that lives there and like the, the house creates extra rooms that it tries to trap people in and stuff. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And the but, physique of something changes. Yeah. That is creepy. Yeah, I don't know anything else about it. Also, I don't want to know anything else about it. But I've heard a lot of great things. So I think now is the time to read it because I don't usually read a lot of horror things because for the same reason that I don't usually watch horror movies, like the really graphic horror movies, because they just stick to me and then I get nightmares. Basically, I can't shake like the adrenaline that it creates. Mm -hmm. I do enjoy well done thriller horror movies um like the ones that just mess with you that just play a game and you as the reader or watcher are just you're just gonna lose because you're not gonna figure it out and then they're going to go like ha this was what was going on the whole time and you're like whoa but I usually catch on really quickly and that takes away a lot of the fun of it then I'm just, oh, right, yeah, that, that was that. So usually they mm -hmm. disappoint me. 
Uh, there was one that I watched last year that was really, really good, but I'm, I'm not going to go like completely into it. But it was also like in a house and like very claustrophobic and I didn't see it like the, the revelations and stuff coming. So it was really nice. That's what I like. I don't so that's like what you're looking the... for in this book. Yeah, that there is some clue to it that will take me by surprise. We'll see. I don't know if that's what that book is. Anyway, the other one is Mr. Fox. And the reason that I like this one is because it's about a writer. We yes, love my, that. My tastes are very specific. Um, <laughs> so wait, it's about a writer and he made up a character and now he has a problem because this character keeps killing off all of his other characters in real life no no he made <laughs> her up okay so it's like he's completely in love with this character that he's created she's become sort of an obsession um she's also become sort of his muse but yeah she keeps murdering all of his heroines <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I know but it intrigues me and I want to know what the hell is going on it does sound very interesting yeah I, I have no idea how it's going to work out but like I'm looking forward to figuring it out like that's that's I'm what I mean I want it to be smart I wanted to go like, I wanted to laugh in my face, basically, and say, ha I got you. You know nothing. <laughs> yes, you thought you did, but you didn't. So, yeah. <sighs> I'm excited for the wrap up now. I want to know. Yeah, like, I, I, I just want to skip to after now. you've read it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, moving on. You go next. Okay, moving on. I have another witch book on my pile so I'm going to talk about that one it's called The Nature of Witches uh, by Rachel Griffin it is rather new I think oh, um, show me it's... I think I know the cover it's very pretty yeah I've seen that There's one this witch this girl standing in a storm and all her hair is flying into the sky and there's lots of leaves and stuff around and some lightning um, it's a YA mm -hmm. um, witch story um I was gifted this book by a friend, so we're going to do a body read, which is going to be fun. Great. Um, the book is about a witch, obviously, from the title, but the witchcraft is somehow linked to the seasons, I think. Okay. Um, and the power is faltering with the witches, so they're losing control somehow, and all the hopes are on the main character, whose name is... Clara. Clara because somehow her magic is linked to all the seasons and not just one. Oh yeah so that's a, all the I know. chosen one she is the chosen one um it's yeah promising to be pretty tropey so we'll see if the chosen one trope is gonna be annoying or if it's gonna be well done because I do enjoy a well done chosen one story yeah well if it's well written it doesn't matter how many tropes are in it but it has to be well written it has to draw you in yes that's exactly. what makes and a good book what, not what i tropes. really hate is um when the chosen one 
suddenly is good at everything yeah that's um, just not too to easy. not to shit on doing more but i've also been told that that's gonna happen like i was talking to a friend about him she was like have you reached a point yet where he just becomes good at everything <laughs> like no not yet yeah <laughs> which took away like from too. my motivation again i um, felt like they made him out to be some kind of god and then i'm just like where, where's the fun of that i want to see you struggle <laughs> yes struggle. we want to Go see on. you in pain come on <laughs> So we'll see. Um, I guess we skip to the wrap up and we'll see if I actually read it and if, it, if I liked it. But uh, I'm intrigued. I think yeah, it, it might good. be really fun. Nice, nice. I have no more witch books left, but I do have a woman who's part swan. So if that... That is awesome. Um, I have Nights at the Circus by Angela Carter. Again, mm-hmm. one that's Ooh, been... I've read some Angela Carter. I have not read anything by her, but she also has, I think think it's a short story collection called The Bloody Chamber. Yeah, exactly that. I've read that. I really, really like that. Yeah, I haven't read anything by her, but I heard someone, can't remember who it was, talk about this one. And I was like, yes, this sounds amazing. So you have a journalist who um, goes to this circus to interview this woman she is part woman part swan apparently um she is courted by the prince of wales and is just the star of the circus and everyone loves her she is this legend basically is that because all the swans belong to the queen (laughs) that's a good question i have no idea because for some reason they've once made it a lot that all the swans (laughs) belong to the queen (laughs) anyway that's a side note wouldn't that that mean that he can't touch her because if she belongs to the queen and the prince of wales gets his grubby hands all over her like if i were i mean it would be the family right true we're going way off topic (laughs) (laughs) anyway that is something to discuss at a later point maybe but so yeah, the journalist also falls in love with her and decides to follow the circus as they tour around. Um, I don't know. It just, it sounded really good. And it has that magic kind of vibe, like not real magic. But like magical realism like the, kind the, of vibe. The promise of there being something more than just real life mm-hmm. also i like circuses especially oh, like the the ones with like the dark kind of thing i really I always wanted to be part of a circus because they're cute and awesome and creepy at the same time yeah i really liked the night circus by Eden morgenstern i don't know if you've read that one i haven't i read it a long time ago basically when it came out which has been like 10 years or something at this point. And I really liked the atmosphere surrounding that circus. So I'm hoping for that same kind of slightly magical atmosphere here. I think mm-hmm. it's like a really good pick for like spooky I think season. That's Not because it's of... spooky, but because of the atmosphere. Yeah. I think that's part of um, what's enticing about circuses that that there's always 
the potential of magic being right around the corner. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to have to wait and see if she's really half swan or if it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> if I end up reading it, I will let you know. <laughs> but pretty cool that it's a swan and not like the classical mermaid. Yeah. Also, if you can find out if she belongs to the queen. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know. Fun, please tell me. <laughs> Okay, you go. All right. My next book is also not a witch book, also not magical. It's just, it sounds spooky and creepy, mm -hmm. which is why I put it on my October TBR. Um, it's by, let me see if I can pronounce it, Olga Tokarsuk. And that was probably wrong. I apologize. It's a Polish name. It's the book is called Drive Your Plow Over the Bones of the Dead. You've probably heard of it. It yeah. did win a Nobel Prize in 2018, I think. I had it in my um, hands yesterday when I was at the bookshop. And I was like, what oh was this about again? So you're going to tell me now. Tell me. I'm going what to is tell it about? you. Yeah. So I've been picking this up in bookstores since it came out. Or at the very least since it won the prize in 2018. I don't know if it also came out in 2018. I think it did. Um, and I've been always wondering if I should read it or not. And the other day I was at the bookstore with a friend of mine and I picked the book up as I do. And I showed it to her and was like, should I get this? And she read the synopsis and was like, is this you? <laughs> so obviously it was a no brainer after that. Um, it's, I don't really know what it's about, so I'm just going to read synopsis to you. Yes. Um, in a remote village, in a remote Polish village, Janina devotes the dark winter days to studying astrology, translating the poetry of William Blake and caring for the summer homes of wealthy Warsaw residents. Her reputation as a crank and a recluse is only amplified by her not-so-secret preference for the company of animals over humans. Then a neighbor turns up dead. Soon other bodies are discovered in increasingly strange circumstances. As suspicions mount, Janina is certain that she knows who done it. A deeply satisfying thriller come fairy tale, Drive Your Plow Over the Bones of the Dead is a provocative exploration of the murky borderland between sanity, madness, justice, and traditional tradition, autonomy, autonomy and faith. It that sounds absolutely sounds amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Right. I also completely so, get why your friends asked you if it, if it was just you. <laughs> I think it's the part with the recluse and the animals over humans. Yeah. That's what did it for me too. <laughs> and also I read the synopsis and all I can think is I want to live wherever she lives. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it says remote Polish village, I envision a forest. Mm -hmm. Lots of forests um, in Poland, right? Exactly. Also, the cover has uh, like tree yeah, 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 yeah. trunks on it. So, you know, lots of forest vibes. Um, I'm so excited. I hope it's exactly. as good as I'm um, expecting it to be. Yeah, if but you we'll end up liking out. it, I will most definitely read it too. Because I will most I've... definitely force you to yeah. if I love this. Don't you worry. I've come across it a couple of times. Like I said yesterday, I had it in my hands too. And I was like, wait, what, what is this about? And I didn't really get it from like the blurb on that copy. It was a different copy. Yeah. So a different blurb. And I didn't really get it. But the way you just read it now, 
It sounds so good. It sounds so good, and I'm so excited. Great. All right, last round. Yes. Uh, my last book is "And Then There Were None" by Agatha Christie. Yay! Oh, a classic. This would be my first Agatha Christie. I have I not read like anything by her. Her writing. So, it is uh, very much uh, going always after the exact same schematics. Yeah, she does the story arc uh, very precisely and always in this very, it's, um, it's very, very heavy on genre, mm -hmm. of course, like the murder mystery. And yeah. I love it. It's so good. Well, I read um, The Seven Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle a couple of years ago. I talked about it in one of the mm -hmm. previous episodes. And they said that it was very reminiscent of Agatha Christie in the way that the story was told. And I really like that book. So, yeah, I mean, it's time that I go back to the roots, <laughs> I think. Yes. I also think that, like, if it's done well, this could be, like, my new favorite genre. Because I really like the smart stories, like I said. And if, like, the murder mystery... Thing is about figuring out the mystery and finding the killer so yeah um this book specifically because she's written a lot of them is about I, I think like the blurb says uh 10 strangers are lured to an isolated island mansion off the devon coast by a mysterious un owen and then nine at dinner a recorded message accuses each of them in turn of having a guilty secret and by the end of the night one of the guests is dead. Eight, stranded by a violent storm and haunted by a nursery rhyme counting down one by one, one by one they begin to die. Seven, who among them is the killer and will any of them survive? Ooh. It sounds so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> I'm already looking forward to it. Just reading the blurb, I'm like, oh yeah, yes, yes, please. <laughs> Captivate me. <laughs> yes, make me try and figure this out. Have you seen the movie Knives Out? No, I don't think so. It's, uh, I think it, it's, it's a couple of years old. It has uh, Chris Evans, who is most well-known for his Captain America um, in it and some other really well-known characters, uh, oh, actors, yeah. but I can't really remember who else is in it. I just remember him because I saw a meme. Daniel Craig. Yeah. He's like, just, the, I'm Googling. So just from the, the cover and um, Jamie, what's her name? Oh, she's really cool. So yeah, it has a great cast and like the it's also a murder mystery because like the father of the family ends up dying and he leaves his will to basically not his children. So they have to figure out how he died, if he was murdered, and so on and so on. Jamie Lee Curtis, by the way, yeah, is the name yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking for. <laughs> so I really like that okay. movie. It has the same kind of vibe, like someone died figure it out i like those kinds of yeah, things that is it's that is very well. agatha christie 
that is usually what happens someone dies and then you have to figure out also I think she does a lot of these um confined spaces Mm -hmm. kind of things where someone died and you know it was the murder was one of you yeah and then and then you have to figure out which one of the like eight suspects or whatever it was so that Mm -hmm. I really really like that well the thing is I don't want to read the same story over and over and over again because that kind of takes away like the enjoyment which is why I take long breaks between my Agatha Christmas just because I don't want to get bored of of her style yeah you don't want to figure it out basically you want to keep being surprised by it yes yeah so yeah that's it that's my TBR (laughs) your very first Agatha Christie I'm excited to hear your thoughts whether you liked it or I will share them most definitely (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah i've got one more yes um which is a manga actually Uh so we're switching things up um i've been finding my way into mangas in the past few years um specifically horror mangas i don't actually read much horror but in manga form it is absolutely amazing and the absolute king of them all is Junji Ito. And this month I want to read No Longer Human, which is an adaptation of the novel No Longer Human by Osamu Dasai, which I've not read. Okay. But I might after I've read this one. With We'll see how yeah. much I like it. Um, I read the synopsis multiple times and I keep forgetting what it is about. <laughs> I'm guessing it's someone who's no longer alive. Um, I think it's about what it means to be human or like the madness of it all. I don't know. Let me read the synopsis to you. Mine has been a life of much shame. I can't even guess myself what it must be to live the life of a human being. So I think very questioning existence at a whole um plagued by maddening anxiety <clears throat> we n- would know nothing about that nope. um <laughs> terrible disconnect between his own concept of happiness and the joy of the rest of the world also about plays the clown in his dissolute life holding up a mask for those around him as he spirals ever downward locked arm in arm with death osamu dasai's immortal and supposedly autobiographical autobiographical uh, work of Japanese literature is perfectly adapted uh, here into a manga by Chuji to the imaginary wretches open the text of the novel one line at a time to sublime Yozo's mental landscape into something even more delicate and grotesque. This is the ultimate in art by Ito, proof that nothing can surpass the terror of the human psyche. So I am prepared to be scared shitless um, and fascinated at the same time because that is already what Junjito does with his other books yeah I was just going to say even crazier Um, and his art style is anything about him only that his art style is very uh, graphic (laughs) very graphic very grotesque and gross and absolutely beautiful um 
I've read some of his short stories. I've read some of his longer stories and I've read his adaptation of Frankenstein, mm -hmm. which I highly recommend. It's very good. Um, and just this man's mind is terrifying <laughs> and fascinating. And I am obsessed. I don't, I can't really explain what it is, but it's like an accident. You do not look away. You can't. Yeah. It's so, it's so good. And, and I'm so intrigued also by the story itself. So I'm going to read the adaptation first, which maybe is the wrong way around, but we don't really care. Um, and I'm pretty sure I will at some point also read No Longer Human the original novel yeah i think his art is a little bit too out there for me it's not my cup of tea it makes you very uncomfortable at times i can see how that's not for everyone yeah that that's the that's the kind of horror that's too much for me <laughs> for my it's it's very physical as well. <laughs> the kind of thing that would give me nightmares so uh, better yeah, not it is the stuff it is the stuff of nightmares yeah. i think we can all agree on that but i i'm i'm uh, beyond excited i think i'll actually start this one today because mm -hmm. it, it's that kind of day yeah i get it well i think we can conclude that we have a very um wide selection of spooky books Yes, I think our October is going to be very interesting. Yeah. And I'm excited and interested to see if we actually stick to our TBR or if we just do something absolutely different. Yeah, well, I still have to finish Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, and I will. I will try to finish that one today, actually, before I start on any of my... Like I have a books. bunch of books started that I've decided they're just gonna have to wait now. I'm just yeah. gonna make a cut and actually start October. Yeah. No I'm... other season has has something so precise like spooky season. No, well, Halloween isn't really a thing here. In oh, same here. We don't really do that. But I think it just I don't know it fits with the season like the day is getting shorter and like colder. rainier and colder and it's sort of gloomy the light changes i love autumn light yeah well if the sun ever decides to come out again <laughs> because we had a we had a brilliant september it was so warm mm -hmm. and now it's just raining <laughs> basically that's that's the, the two things here in Belgium. It either like sunshine all day, every day, or rain all day, every day. That's it. That's, that's all we get. I currently have a beautiful early afternoon sunlight situation going on outside my window. Oh no, it's gray here. And it's just by, by how the light hits the trees, you mm. can tell it's autumn. Yeah. And I love it. There's like this one long road here from the town where I live to Bruges. And I used to like drive it every day. 
and now I don't because I don't work at that job anymore. So I only drive it like when I go and see my trainer and stuff. And it's it has like forest on both sides. And the moment that the colors of the leaves change, it's so beautiful, like insanely beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite time of year. Yeah, same. I love so, that transition. Atmospheric books are just perfect. Everything. Okay. Let's, so if uh, you want to know if we actually managed to read our TBR, <laughs> stay tuned until our October wrap-up, which is to come like early November. Um, fingers crossed. Yeah. In the meantime, we'll do more episodes about spooky books. So uh, yes, stay tuned for that because we have some favorites that we want to gush about. Absolutely. Okay. See you all next time. Bye. We hope you enjoyed the Broken Spines at the End of the World podcast. If you like books, either reading them or writing them or both, maybe, stick around and join us again in our next episodes where we'll talk more about our writing process because we are, in fact, writing a book together and where we'll just gush about the books that we've loved so far. So if you're still looking for recommendations, this is the place to be. Until then, have a good day. Bye.